everybody, it's Chris Eckenroth here with the KCAST Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us again. It's hard to believe we're already into our second episode. Such small beginnings and we're here already at episode two. Thanks so much for listening. Just to kind of reiterate what the KCAST Podcast is about, i got three L's, leadership, lessons, and lore. It's kind of fancy to simply say leadership, stuff we're learning about leadership that can be applicable almost in any situation that you find yourself in, whether it's as a mom, a dad, an employee, a student, a brother, a sister, a friend. Lessons, spiritual lessons, stuff we're finding in scripture and we're able to pull out and apply to our lives. And finally, lore, stories. I'm excited to tell stories and to invite people to join us, to be here with us, to tell their story. So I'm excited, hoping and praying that this podcast will be supportive and helpful to all the different ministries I get to be a part of, certainly the College Dale Church here and Connect and Post Collegiate. In addition, uh, the Grace Outlet Church Planting Ministries that I'm involved in, uh, Reading Retro and the like. And so just praying that this will be helpful and supportive. And so let's jump in. Maybe you've read it before. It's Romans chapter 7. It's this guy, Paul. Man, does he have a story. He was a prodigy. People looked up to him, even at a young age, to say, man, that guy is amazing. Where did he get that? The spirituality, the, the grasp of spiritual things. God is going to use him to do great things. Little did they know that he was going to turn the world upside down with a gospel that they were unfamiliar with. I love this in Romans chapter 7. If you have your Bibles, if you're driving, just keep looking at the road. If you're at the gym, keep looking forward if you're on that treadmill. But it's Romans chapter 7 because this guy just gets real. Some of you may be feeling that you're not good enough, you're not spiritual enough. Maybe you're wondering what's wrong with you, that you just can't get past this thing in your life. Paul gets real. This guy is authentic. It's Romans chapter 7. And here's what he says. It's verse 12. He says, therefore, the law is holy and just and good. He's like, I get it. I see it. God is good. I'm bad. What God is about, the foundations of his, uh, of his government, I agree. It's amazing. It's perfect. It's just. It's good. But then he speaks about himself in verse 14. He says this, But I am carnal, sold under sin. Looking at the law of God, he says, Man, that's it. I get it. That's what I want. But there's a problem. And he says, I'm broken. Maybe you relate to the next part. Because it says this. It's verse 19. For the will that I, for the good, excuse me, that I will to do, I do not do, but the evil I will not to do, that I practice. Has that ever happened to you? Man, I, I want to do good, but I'm not doing that. And what I don't want to be doing, that's what I'm doing. It's like you're caught. It's like you're trapped. It's like you're, you're a slave. It's as if you cannot get out. He says this in verse 23. He says, I see another law. I see something in me in my members, warring against 
the law of my mind. Man, there is this eternal war that's raging inside. Maybe you can relate. I think all of us can. I want to encourage you not to give up. You're not unique that you struggle. You're not unique that you can't keep this perfect law of God on your own. Because you're broken. Because you're carnal. Because you're sold under sin. But there's this thing inside of us, in the, in the midst of all of the warring and all that's going on, and it's the voice, that still small voice of Jesus knocking. He says, if anyone hears my voice, it's this voice that, that causes us to desire something different. I love this little quote from this little book called Steps to Christ, one of my favorites. It says this, you who in heart long for something better than this world can give. Maybe that's you just longing for something better. There's this emptiness in your life. You're longing and hungering and thirsting for just, you haven't found it anywhere else. She says this, recognize this longing as the voice of God to your soul. In other words, the emptiness that you may be feeling, the hunger and the thirst that has not yet been quenched is the very voice of Jesus. If anyone hears my voice. So maybe that's you. You say, man, God good, me bad. I see his law, it's good, but I'm broken, I'm carnal, I'm, I'm stuck. I love this next little quote. It says this, if you see your sinfulness... Do not wait to make yourself better. So many people. I remember this guy, Ralph Bailey. He, I bought my first John Deere tractor from him. This John, I think it was a 73, John Deere 110. And I remember inviting him, hey, I'm going to preach tomorrow. You should come. Why don't you come? He said, oh, no. <laughs> if I were to step into church, lightning would strike me. I, I've got some stuff I would need to work on first. That's so many of us, isn't it? thinking that we've got to do something to get better. We've got to um, become well before we go to church. It's kind of like saying, well, I'm going to make sure I'm past this sickness before I go to the doctor. All right, I'm going to get a shower later, but before I do, let me wash up. What? Here's what this little quote says from Steps to Christ. How many there are who think they are not good enough to come to Christ. Do not expect to become better through your own efforts. Is that what you expect? Can the Ethiopian change his skin or the leopard his spots? Impossible. There is help for us only in one. We can do nothing of ourselves. We must come to Christ just as we are broken, carnal, sold into sin and slavery. We come just as we are, that still small voice. Maybe the voice is heard in the sense and the feeling of, of hunger, thirst, longing for something this world has been unable to provide. It's the voice of Jesus saying, you're not going to find it anywhere else. Please allow me to come in. 
So I love what Paul says in this moment of complete authenticity and transparency. He says this, verse 24 of chapter 7 of Romans, recognizing all that, that he's just said in the previous verses, it says, O wretched man that I am. He's not comparing himself to other people, because if he did, he'd look pretty good. But he's comparing himself to the perfect law of, of God. He's comparing himself to Christ. He says, Ah, oh, I am indeed broken. I'm wretched. Who will deliver me from this body of death? Notice he's not saying, all right, I'm going to work harder. If I just do that, I think I can deliver myself. He's looking for an outside source to deliver him from this internal problem. So he asks the question, who? Who is it going to be? And he answers his own question because he has found the answer to his question in a relationship with this one. Verse 25, I thank God. Somebody cue up the praise band, he's saying, because I'm about to get my praise on because I'm about to recognize from whence my help comes from. I thank God through Jesus Christ, our Lord. He could have said, my Lord, but he's inviting you and me to engage in this type of relationship. So it's not just his Lord. It's your Lord. It's my Lord. It's our Lord Jesus. Again, I read it in this little book, Steps to Christ. We can do nothing of ourselves. We must come to Christ just as we are. And that's the beauty of the gospel. Jesus says, come just as you are. And then he applies his power to your life. In our last podcast, we talked about Jesus just saying, I am who I am. He doesn't change. He's the same. So this same Jesus, whose knees squished in the mud of Eden, who created Adam and then Eve, breathing into them the breath of life, looking at them and saying, man, they look just like me. This is good. He's creator. He is who he is. A little bit later, as we launch into the New Testament, it's Matthew chapter 4, where he's standing on the shores of a, a lake called Galilee. And he says, hey guys, follow me, and I will make you. Do you see it? Jesus is who he is. He loves us with a love without expiration. He invites you and me to be in a relationship with him just as we are. And then the beauty of the gospel is that this one who does not change, who is creator in Genesis, who offers to do something in the lives of these fishermen in Matthew chapter 4, this same Jesus then says, you know what? I know. I know you're uh, sinful. I know you're carnal. I know you're sold under sin. I know you can't. But I'm going to go back to work on you. And I'm going to recreate your mind and your heart to be like me. Paul celebrates. He praises the Lord. He thanks him. And I do too today. I'm thankful 
that I can come just as I am. And Jesus is going to do his creative work in me to bring about the change in my life that I could never accomplish on my own. What a God. What a Lord. What a Savior. This is the one that we get to call our friend. I'm Chris Eckenroth, and this is the KCAST podcast. Thank you ever so much for joining us. We'll talk to you soon.